Due to adult content, parental discretion is advised. Sucker love is heaven sent you. Pucker up our passion spent. My heart's a tart, your body's rent. My body's broken, yours is bent. Carve your name into my arm. Instead of stressed, I lie here charmed. Cause there's nothing else to do. I'm Sarah. I'm 20. I'm a queer fangirl who spends too much time on the internet. I'm Robert. I'm not quite 50. And I don't spend as much time on the internet, but I have seen way too many movies and TV shows. And this is 50 v 20. The podcast where we take a look at queer representation in media. One ship at a time. Hey, there's more to life than shipping. Don't you dare insult shipping in my presence. What you do is, whenever we're editing, is we just fade it in sometime in the early sentence, like the conversation already started. And today we're talking about Quellia. (laughs) Why does that? (laughs) You just said it out of nowhere. No, yeah. It's true. We are. (laughs) (laughs) That is Quentin Coldwater and Elliot... How do you say his last name? Wa? Wow. Whoa! I think I think Evelyn Wa is spelled the same, so it's probably Wa. No, I thought it was Wa, but then they probably say it in the first somewhere in the show. But they did, and I bookmarked it in my brain. I couldn't even remember what his last name was, so I'm not sure if they said it often. Unlike Coldwater, Coldwater, everyone always refers to him as Quentin Coldwater. It's such a name, which we'll get to. Well, so in season one, they're setting him up as We'll talk about it later. For him to think he's the chosen one and has some destiny. Terrible. Sorry. Well, no, the whole point of season one is that he isn't and he doesn't. So, yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about the magicians. Sort of. The magicians as well, you know, because the the show goes in with the The magicians is very good one on our general themes of sexuality and gender and all that stuff. They kind of welcome everybody in that show. They kill some of them. Yes, we'll get to that. <laughs> this week on Barrier Gaze. It's all we've done so far. Keep in mind, listeners, this was recorded before any of our Heartstopper or Red, White, and Royal Blue episodes where, you know, no one dies. That, that, that was nice. We will try something that doesn't we're, we're, end up dead next time. We're going to watch Heartstopper eventually, so... As soon as so we watch it, someone's going to end up dead on that show. It'll be no, like season three starts with a horrible death. Season three? There's season two is coming out on August 3rd Oh, on I thought it had two seasons already. Uh, I'm buying it. No. Yeah. Yeah. Season, no, it's not that kind of show. Also, there's a comic, and they stay pretty true to the comic, and no one dies as far as I know. So, Except for like a dog. No, I think And of course, the- right, the last noise it makes beforehand is it telling everyone it's gay. Bury your dogs. But you can. And if they're like, dead. Isn't, isn't there a website that Bury tells your dog? people Oh, like, there is does the dog does the dog die or something like that and it basically is a catalog of if an animal dies in the film just cuz some people are really triggered by that. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, some people like- are triggered by you know people dying as well and that you could find well no. They don't have I don't know if there's a good list of that. Just you for could dogs. figure you could figure it out if you look at the parents guide for the movie on IMDb or for the show. You could figure out if someone dies. Yeah, but then you're like getting into a whole like 
category of spoilers. Right. Like, <laughs> you, you, you run the risk of very specific spoilers. Anyway, so, um, what is, what, what's your history with the magicians? Just so people know how much knowledge we have. Never read the books. I almost did because I met Lev Grossman at the Festival of Books. Mm-hmm. And only, I didn't really get in this, I hadn't read his book, so I didn't get in line to like talk to him and get a signed book or anything, but got to say hi to him and it was awkward. Listen to him talk for a bit. So then I looked up the book and I was, it was on my long list of books to read. And then they made the show, so I watched it immediately. Yeah. And watched it till it ended. Right. You stuck with it. Yeah. I know a lot of people stopped watching and you I stuck know. with it. So yes. good for you. Yeah. You're a true loyal well, fan. As I said in a different podcast of mine when Elliot died, spoilers. We'll link that somewhere. Yeah, I'll put a link in the in below cuz the uh, even though that show didn't go very far, the episode is still available. Despite the gay angle and the barrier gaze angle, it is rather bold of a show to kill off what is arguably the main character uh-huh. at the end of the season. Yeah. When there's a at that point a good chance sci-fi was going to renew them again. Yeah. I think it was the fourth season where it was iffy if they were coming back. Yeah. Not the fifth. And so that was pretty bold. Something. Yeah. Anyway, so that's really cool that you watched all of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I did not, so just so everyone knows, I did <laughs> not watch all of the show. I watched most of season one, I think. And then I've seen like, and you've seen episodes. I've seen episodes here and there that like, and you followed fanfic, right? Yeah, I've read some (laughs) fanfic. I have Tumblr (laughs) and follow a bunch of people who like. I have Tumblr. I have Tumblr. (laughs) No, I follow a bunch of people who are like fans, so I kind of like, I know who the characters are. I know kind of like the gist of what happens, but I didn't like watch watch it. Funnily enough, the day that I started watching the show, I don't know if you remember this, but. I, like, got home from school, I think, um, and, like, I was, like, okay, like, I'll finally start watching it, because you had been telling me, like, you should mm. watch the show for a while. Yeah. And so I was, like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll finally watch it. And then I watched, I don't know, a few episodes, or, like, quite a few, actually. We watched it for quite a few hours. And then, um, I went upstairs, and I was, like, oh, this is kind of cute, like, this is kind of fun. And I don't care about spoilers, so I went on Tumblr and I, like, typed in, like, the Quelliot tag. And that was the day that, like, the finale aired. Of season four. Yeah, of season four. And so I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, maybe I'll keep watching this show. And then um, the tag was just full of, like, angry fans. And so I um, was like, I don't think I'm <laughs> I don't think this fandom is one I want to get, like, into right now. And since I don't watch a lot of shows... um. I, since I don't watch a lot of shows, when I do watch a show, I get, like, really into it. And I was like, I don't think this is a show I want to get really emotionally invested in right now. (laughs) And I'm not in too deep yet that, like, I am. You can step back. So I just didn't watch it. (laughs) You you reminded me of a thing outside of Talk of Magicians. That's part of why I think you pay more attention to fandom and Tumblr stuff than I do, because... Fandoms annoy me almost immediately sometimes. Not when they're just negative. Just because they can be so adamantly positive about things sometimes. Mm. And will argue about the stupidest things. I'm friends with lots of people who talk, discuss Star Wars. Oh my god. <laughs> A yeah. new thing of Star Wars comes out and you're going to hear about 
They're everyone's opinions. Totally. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about me, to be honest. Um, but like I, when I watch something, I just have to be obsessed with it. Yeah. Like I, I can't casually watch something, which is why I don't watch a lot of things. Right. So every time I do, I like need to know everything about it. I get really invested. And so, yeah, I wish I could casually watch things. That sounds great, but <laughs> I'm not very good at that. But yeah, um, yeah, you and I have very like kind of different opinions about the magicians as a show. Yes. Which I think is funny. <laughs> yes, I've watched it all the way through twice, so. You like it. I like it. You like it. I. I don't want to piss anyone off because I have friends in well, the fandom. And one I love of the you things all. you, I think you, when we rewatched episodes this week, one of the things you don't like is something I like in shows a lot when yeah. people aren't necessarily nice to each other. Oh, but sure. yeah, in season one, especially those first couple episodes, we watched what the first three in a row, I think. We did, yeah, week. yeah, yeah. Everyone is mean to everyone. Yeah, and then some of them, like um, the original Penny or Penny Forty. That's kind of his defining characteristic in season one is he is just annoyed by everybody because he can read minds. Yeah. But he kind of stays that way. Penny Forty only gets better after he dies. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's not even like I can't handle a character who's mean because I, I love mean characters. It's just that, like, everyone is so awful to each other, mm. in my opinion. That as someone who likes to get really into fandoms and, like, root for people, it's really hard to, like, root for someone, I guess, um, when I watch that show. Because I'm just like, everyone is being so awful. Which I think is why Elliot is, like, my favorite character. Because in general, like, yeah, he has his own problems, (laughs) obviously. But he's not, like, rude. No, his rudest things are, like, silly things, like telling todd that he can't todd's name is elliot i forgot about that Uh (laughs) but he can't have two elliots (laughs) what's your middle name yeah i'm elliot by the way Uh (laughs) uh-oh it's uh, elliot's my name too (laughs) well that can't be what's your middle name um todd like little things like that yeah he's he's above people he's not mean to them yeah that's the kind of character that i like where like they kind of have, like, an attitude, they're kind of sassy, but, like, when it comes down to it, like, they're not trying to stab you in the back or, like, get their own agenda. Like, he he's kind of, you know, he cares about them. I think they all care about each other, but, I don't know, they're a bit selfish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think part of that also comes in something I like about the show, but it can be hard to take, I I would expect for a lot of people. Lev Grossman's idea for the series is essentially... I'd have to double check the years, but it's basically like Harry Potter if it was college mm-hmm. in America. And then it's his magic system is based on pain. So the only people that will be any good at it are people who are suffering from depression, anxiety, they're suicidal, they're having problems being who they are. It's weirdly, that's why I also say think it's a, why I like the show is it's a bold demonstration of like just showing all of these troubled people and yeah the various gay and straight relationships and all variations thereof <laughs> and just that's what people are because they're all adults and it's like here yeah no one has any like bold like grand coming out where they're suddenly gay sure or decided no even though i had this relationship now i'm gay 
Sure. <laughs> we see you in the future episodes, Willow. <laughs> when we talk about Buffy. <laughs> Not next. Cause... Not next because we need something that we doesn't need bury their gaze. Yeah. But yes, yes. But so it's it's a somewhat it's somewhat positive because it's trying to say people have problems and they still have to live. Yeah. It's not, we're going to fix your problem this episode so you can have another plot next time. Yeah. Things just continue. Sure. Which leads even to the season four finale, which we'll get to in more specifics, in that Quentin doesn't, he's not not depressed anymore. He just has had something to do. Yeah. For a few years. Right. Yeah, I think, I, I do like appreciate the angle that they're going for, and I... I appreciate that they have characters that have, like, real trauma and anxiety and, like, all of these things because those are very real things. I think for me, since I'm so sensitive, I like when, like, a show that is dark like that is also comedic. And while the show has some comedic elements, it doesn't have a lot of moments that give you, like, in my opinion, a breather. No, it'll have whole sections sometimes, but yeah, not on a regular basis. And so it doesn't, it's not the kind of show I want to like lay down and watch after a long day. Like, oh, it's just not. And I think maybe if I was watching it as it came out, it would have been easier. Week to week, yeah. Yeah. But like the idea of like binge watching it just like is not appealing to me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when, at least in the first couple seasons, I was still regularly interacting with people I'd known for years online, not like fandom of that show, but people who just discuss TV and nerd things generally mm-hmm. on a group on Facebook. And we would talk, like, discuss each episode. And so yeah, it definitely helps with that. And while watching the show, I will say, for those who are watching it on like, what's it on, Netflix now? Mm-hmm. There's not really a trigger warning before episodes now. Oh, Yeah. They do oh, have yeah. this suicide hotline thing at the end of a, at least one that we yeah, watched. Yeah, be careful because there was some stuff in there that I was like, damn. On <laughs> sci-fi, I'm fairly sure every episode had some sort of warning right. beforehand. Because, I mean, the very first episode, without warning, someone cuts their arm over. Yeah. Because they need pain. Yeah. And so the, it's a lot of... it's. It's like if you take, here, we're going to openly discuss all these damaged people and horrible things people can do to themselves and to others. Right. And we won't necessarily warn you. It could get really bad, and then it immediately does. It makes me, like, wonder about, like, the audience in a way. And I guess you can answer as someone who likes the show and watched all of it. Mm. But, like, does it make you feel, like, comforted to see that stuff? Or does it... Just keep you in, like, a bad state. Because for me, as someone who can kind of relate to the characters, it doesn't make me feel better at all. It actually sometimes makes me feel worse. If anything, it just makes me still feel bad. I... The problem is I can only answer for myself. Because I... Coming from years of watching all the other things and, like, honing in on the kind of stuff I like, the kind of stuff I'm into. And I will watch shows with violence and blood and people being horrible to each other. One of my favorite shows is Banshee, and that was brutal and realistic in most of its violence. So it was very painful to watch sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it also creates a sort of heightened reality where the show is definitely something... I think it would be harder to watch The Magicians if it weren't about magic. Yeah. For me. Yeah. 
that it's about magic and them going, like, they're in fillery a lot once they get there and dealing with gods and all these other things. And it's like, this isn't real life. Watching something set in, I don't know, when this was something on a few years ago, I'm trying to think where I would have been. I'm just a teacher (laughs) at school. If it were, like, about teachers at a regular junior college and... They all have horrible problems and people are mean to each other. That might have hit more of an emotional thing. But also I do get attached to characters. But yeah, I watch a lot of TV so I can still deal with it. So I think I pushed into another set of experiencing show kind of level than far from yours. Because I watch so many, I can deal with the negative stuff easier. Yeah, totally. Yeah, um... Not to, like, steer too far from the topic, but, like, for example, like, I, like, I can watch dark shows, like, Mm. adult shows. Like, one of my favorite shows is Shameless. Right. But I like... But that's a comedy. (laughs) But exactly. Like, I like Shameless because it's dealing with all of this, like, kind of dark stuff, and it has real trauma and real emotional moments. True. But at the end of the day, like, they're a family, it's comedic, there are moments that give you, like, a breath of fresh air, I feel like. That's one that doesn't bury their gaze. No, they do not. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, did someone die in the explosion? No. Explosion? Oh, the car? The, yeah, the truck. I don't think anyone dies in that. No, I think he just goes to jail because of it or something. But yeah, I don't think anyone dies. Yeah, no. And it's so cute, Enon. We'll, we'll get married. to Shameless at some point. Yeah, Shameless is great. I love Maybe Shameless. Maybe not next. I think we need something shorter. So oh my god, to, yeah. Shameless is so like we don't 11 have to worry season. about like. So. Finding a few episodes to highlight out of multiple seasons. I know. It's tough. Yeah. Well, luckily, Hardstopper is three hours long, so that one won't be too bad. It's like a movie. But yeah. Um, Shameless. Shameless. Yeah. So yeah, I like Shameless, even though it's like dark and whatever. Back to Magicians. Back to Magicians. Yes. Anyway. So yeah. So I totally get being able to watch it yeah. like being able to i think i i am able to watch it as well but i guess also i'm still wondering like is it like do you like it like because you do like it yeah. so like does it make you feel happy I, mean, I, <laughs> I look forward to the next episode yeah but what but what <laughs> I'm sorry for I do, if I can, grilling you, but like... I don't know if I can explain that in better terms, because the terms... That's a term that would mean something different for you than for me, because we watch different things, because we expect is different it, things from what we watch. Is it like when you like... Because I love to listen to, like, sad music. Is it like when you listen to sad music, and, like, you feel sad, but it's, like, kind of, like, cathartic yeah. in a way? Yeah. Okay. You're happy sad. Happy sad. Yeah. Insert that clip. Uh, <laughs> from Singing Streets. <laughs> well, you write me a happy song sometime. I need a laugh. But what if I don't feel happy? Your problem is that you're not happy being sad. But that's what love is, Cosmo. Happy sad. What does she mean by that? Well, I think what she means is that you need to reach a place in your life where you're okay with your sadness. It's pretty high concept stuff. How old did you say she was again? 16. It's monastic. She's like a monk. Okay, cool. Yeah, I just, I don't relate to it, but um, I get that. I mean, I, I, I can understand. 
But yeah, it's not. It's probably, I mean, that's probably part of it. Because what I don't watch are like happy, wholesome shows. As a kid, I watched plenty of sitcoms because it's what family was watching. And I'll watch the occasional sitcom now. But mostly for sitcoms, I watch ones I've already seen again. Yeah. You know, an autistic thing. Or I will uh, watch dramas. Yeah. My favorite, like, like sweet spot of a show is when it deals with, like, dark stuff or real-life stuff, but also, like, I like dark comedies or, like, mm, yeah. stuff that... I, it need a good balance. I don't like stuff that is just, like, ultra-happy or, like, ultra-sad. Like, life is both. <laughs> Give me both. Unless it's, unless it's brief. Yeah. Like, um... Oh, my God, I can't even think of this show. It was on Netflix. I think it was on some cable thing first, but it's a guy gets out of prison because he was wrongly convicted like 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And he comes back to his hometown. We should think of the title. And it's very depressing because he doesn't know how to interact with regular people anymore. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people in his whole town, even though he his, the decision was overruled like mm-hmm. years later yeah. or reversed, whatever yeah. it is, still think he did it. Oh. And so it's all these, like, people mistreating him while he's trying to, like, rekindle relationships with friends and family. Some of very some of that goes very badly. But it was only, like, eight episodes, season one's over. Mm-hmm. And then eight episodes, season two's over. It's, like, it was fewer episodes than, like, one season of Supernatural. Yeah. You know, or two seasons of The Magicians. But in three chunks. So it was fine. It was depressing. And... Few times I've thought of rewatching that, just why not? But if I remember the title between now and editing, I'll insert a clip of me saying what it was now. <laughs> Hello, listeners, just throwing this out there because I don't think I remember it even later. The show was called Rectify. It came out in 2013 with a first season run of only six episodes, though it eventually had 30 total. Only 30 episodes, so yeah, barely more than a single season of supernatural yeah yeah that show that one oh. yeah i don't know i'm too sensitive for stuff that's like just so sad i think also because life is sad so like when you watch a show you kind of want to like escape like i well I, I get it i get that there are different perspectives i totally get there's that. also different versions of escape right I think for me, because, like, I watch TV as, like, a way, like, if I was working or something to, like, relax after. Right. And um, shows that are, like, too dark just kind of stress me out. Like, I, <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember, but I think I told you while we were watching The Magicians that, like, I literally felt like my heart was, like, Oh, when we just rewatched episodes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, my heart is beating so fast, like, the show's going to give me, like, anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that would have been... Better because you had a week between episodes, like, watching it, or if it would have been worse because you didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Now you knew kind of where things were, were going, so it's more just the way the show is Yeah. anticipation. Well, when I watched Shadowhunters, sorry, I keep bringing up other shows, but when I watched Shadowhunters week to week, I was stressed out to the That's max. Okay. Listeners will have an idea where other things we maybe discuss. Yeah, yeah, we'll do, we'll do Shadowhunters at some point because that's, that's relevant. They don't bury their gaze either, so. No. Good job. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just get too stressed. <laughs> That's um, fair. No, but it's weird talking to magicians fans too because they like agree with me, but they but like still, still love it, and I'm just like I don't get it. <laughs> it might help them to talk about it 
as well. Like just like that week in between episodes can be good. Or if a show is stressful, that they have other fans to talk to. And then when they come back to an episode, it might be stressful. But afterwards, they know they have people to talk to about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like as a community, like the fandom is really like supportive to each other in general. If you like the magicians, you've probably been through some stuff. So <laughs> everyone's nice to each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty, everyone's pretty sweet to each other. Who are you texting? Nothing. I was looking up that TV show. It did start with R. My brain was stuck on is R. Is it RR? No, it's called Rectify. Rectify. I think I heard of that. I think it's on Netflix still. Um, yeah. So... Other general thoughts? I guess we can get into the few ep- the specifics of some episodes we watched and other yeah more detailed things next no, time. No, I think those are kind of my general opinions on The Magician's yeah. thoughts, reasons I didn't watch it. <laughs> I think going back to less the stress of the show and more our theme of presentation of LGBTQIA plus stuff, generally the show was good for that, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. And from a couple articles I read this week seemed like even when you know elliot died it was like yeah that sucks but the show has been pretty nice so far about it the way they present these things i do mean quentin quentin sorry i was like elliot dies too (laughs) no elliot just becomes a monster for a while um it's like damn i didn't even know they buried their gays twice quentin quelliot they're all the same person no 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 um yeah yeah so i mean it's it was a that's why i like the show is it was people are damaged people are gay straight or whatever people are, <laughs> people are magical people or are not gay. that a wasn't of, the same sentence a lot those of those people are, are both <laughs> right some people are all of these things and you just be who you are and figure out how to either find people that you can relate to or relate to the people you find wow <laughs> that was beautiful all right until next time <laughs> Thank you for listening. 50v20 is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find links to this show and more at lemmingdrops.com. Subscribe to the show and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. Join the Facebook group at Lemming Drops Studio Tour for updates. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at 50v20podcast. And send us gifts. And support the show at patreon.com slash lemmingdrops. I've been sucked into your awful fandom. Bye.